Jamaica. And I'm Christina. This This is is Unqualified Unqualified and Unfiltered. Hello, all you beautiful people. This week, we will be talking about the Netflix series Inventing Anna, episode one. Yes, yes, yes. And, of course, the finale recap of Big Brother Celebrity Edition. This upsetting season. So, Inventing Anna, episode one. Fucking insane. Unhinged. Unhinged. I will say, though, the opening monologue to me was so cringy. That was the worst part of the entire episode. That opening monologue. Where it's just, you know me, everyone knows me. Don't know you. I've never yeah. heard your name before. I feel so not in the know. It felt cheap to me when compared to the rest of the episode. It was out of place thematically. What what, what are we watching? What is this? I didn't appreciate her calling me out for sitting on my fat ass. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I girl. I guess I will go to the gym. <laughs> and then they had the intro with the pictures of the cast. Yes. Holy crap, because I didn't know most of this cast. The only reason I really wanted to watch the show was because of Miss Julia Garner from Ozark. Mm-hmm. Love her in Ozark. But yeah, when I was watching the intro, we saw Miss Anna Klumsky from My Girl. I forgot she was in My Girl. Yeah, her face wow. is very unique. See, I know her from Gold Digger, The Secret of Bear Mountain. And she was probably a little older, like 14, 15, and did that movie with Christina Ritchie. And then I believe she was in a few episodes of Hannibal, the TV series. Oh. See, I know her from My Girl because I think that's the only thing I've ever seen her in. Wow. I didn't even know she continued acting. Wow. <laughs> my girl was like the last thing she did and for all you listeners let me just stop this moment to explain how infuriating this is to me because I know for sure I've mentioned this same exact woman to Monica at least seven no, times she's lying. Friendship. she's lying I know damn sure she's lying we're watching that movie tonight and then is it Laverne Cock yes Laverne Cock queen yep, from Orange is the New Black and then Katie Lowe's from Scandal I know you never watched Scandal see here's the thing that I didn't know going into this show is it Shondaland show mm-hmm. her shows start off so good and then they just become trash I loved how to get away with murder mm-hmm. and then they ended that horribly I hated it after the second season it was genuinely not worth watching I don't know how I made it past seven seasons and then Scandal I never finished it that's so unfortunate yeah so I, I hope this doesn't go downhill I think we can safely call Shonda um, Land Productions in general they fall victim to what we usually call the Ryan Murphy effect where it's an amazing premise starts out very strong has a very interesting storyline but then halfway through it's like they forget what the actual storyline was in the first place but i can understand is first maybe second shows where they write out their series and then it's oh my god i didn't realize the show was going to do well and so then they're scrambling to have it continue and that's when it falls off but shonda rhymes she's known for a lot of her production and a lot of her shows and everything so at one point you just have to say there's no excuse her show should not get worse yeah i i don't i don't know how she runs her productions i i watched Grey's anatomy maybe three or four seasons when it first came out i was so young and then didn't really watch any of her other shows but it seems weird that you get so much work and recognition based on having that reputation yeah but they have a good fan base for all of them so doing something right it's crazy because it reminds me of supernatural they wrote the series to be four seasons only mm-hmm. and that was eric Kripke. And once the fourth season was done, 
they wanted to continue the show because they were like, holy crap, this is popular. We got to continue because, you know, money. CW. Yeah. So then Eric Kripke walked away. So obviously it would make sense that the show's writing kind of declined yes. because there was new writers coming in. But as far as I'm concerned, isn't Shonda Rhimes doing all the writing for all her shows? I think the one um, not would be Grey's Anatomy. Yeah. So. Grey's Anatomy is kind of like the Kardashians. Everything I know against it about it, I learn against my will. Because <laughs> I get a bunch of freaking TikToks about it. I'm just like, oh, I haven't watched this show in like 15 years. What is happening? But I really like this show so far. And there was a lot of things that were hilarious to me with... Oh, Vivian. So Vivian is Anna Klumsky's character. And she is a reporter. And they were going to have her do a Wall Street Me Too article. Yes. And she wanted to do this article on Anna Delvey. And she just totally didn't listen to the person that was signed her his sto- the stories. That would totally be me too. Like, okay. And then just do my own thing. I have a very deep appreciation for journalism. I think that what they do is so important on so many different levels. But I feel as if this show kind of made that dim for me. I was kind of put off by it. I kind of had to think about it a little bit. This episode had me just, ah, girl, what are you doing? But then I hate the stupid Paul character too. So I wouldn't want to listen to his dumbass either. But Vivian, her character was very, I don't want to say the word dumb, but she was, I don't know what was going on. I don't know if she had that pregnancy brain or what, because she, I don't understand, like she was all over the place. I had no idea the character was even pregnant until I didn't either said the maternity leave thing I was like wait what yeah they kept on I think they kept on implying that she was pregnant because I think when she went to her house or her apartment the husband or whatever said oh I was left at the doctor's office like a weird pervert yeah and then like are they trying to get pregnant or something she did not look pregnant Mm -hmm. at all I was thinking oh okay she's probably like a few weeks a couple months pregnant she's not showing yet and then later in the episode she has this huge ass belly what the hell's going on i'm so confused i think that might have been a character choice for her because it very much that she tries to put it out of her mind so she can continue working and stuff i guess that's a choice for the character maybe because they they were very strong with it especially when she started crying during the ultrasound that kind of got me uh i don't know how to feel in this situation yeah so i appreciate that they had at least that conversation though about being a woman in a career and trying so hard to get your career on its feet but it's at the same time i hope you don't resent the baby for something that is not an active participant in. It's very much how we talked about Dollface last week mm-hmm. on how women are put to this double standard of being able to have a career, but yet also be mothers and be a yeah. good home wife. So I definitely understand her having that freak out. Mm-hmm. I did appreciate her significant other, not necessarily ignoring her, but letting her have her moment and also not making it about him. Because as much as it does suck, and I'm pretty sure it did ruin that moment of them finding out the gender of their child it was a real emotion she was having she was having a true anxiety attack basically mm-hmm. and it could have easily been turned that well now you ruined my moment and you know this and that but instead yeah, he was he let me back off to be the mature one yeah exactly that that's so much too 
It sucks because you also feel for her. I don't necessarily care for her character very much. I love Anna Klomsky, don't get me wrong. But her character is not... I'm just gonna flat out say this. I don't like anybody in this show. <laughs> Nobody in this show is anybody I root for. I think they're all equally trash. Except for maybe the spouses, and that's probably because they don't get a lot of attention narratively. They're just there to be, like, hype people for their partners, whatever. It happens. But I do appreciate that it gave so many different points of view, I guess. Yes, yeah, I do like the points of view. Julia Gardner, she's so amazing playing Anna. When, again, we didn't know she was pregnant. And then I like how she asked her, like, are you fat or are you pregnant? I laughed so hard so many times throughout this entire episode. I yeah, laughed. And then when the two attorneys were in the park and one of them had a daughter and they were trying not to cuss. Mm-hmm. And he was walking when she the other one walked away and he was like, flake you, Catherine. I laughed. Overall, I really enjoyed it. Obviously, I went on to watch the the rest of it. I had a good time. It was crazy. I think personally that took me out of the experience the most was maybe the lawyer. It was a very odd choice to kind of have him with that specific storyline when to me he came off as super pretentious. I can't really root for you as an underdog because you're such a douche. Ultimately, I really questioned my faith in humanity after the show because she's the main person where it's like, oh, you're in jail for scamming all these people, yada, yada, yada white collar crime but everybody still wants something from her and they're trying to scam her to get what they want the lawyer wants to go to trial so he can get his name or to be recognized and he can get this notoriety for being the person that saves her even though he straight up admit these charges are crazy she should probably take the plea deal because of all this evidence stacked against her and then vivian kent the journalist doesn't want her to take the plea deal because she wants a story to save her career damn The cycle, the cycle is vicious. That is the truth, but I think Anna knows it, Mm -hmm. and she's using it sort of to her advantage. Yeah. Every time Vivian tried to interview her, she was not having it until it was the media room, a media interview, treated like a VIP. She knew what she wanted. Yeah, for sure. And she was going to get what she wanted. Coming off from doing the Tinder swindler a few weeks ago, it's nice to see people scamming the rich. That's something to me that is a little bit more, oh, you know what? Okay. Just a glimpse into these three super different characters and all of them. I don't know. I think thematically that's what they're probably going for is, oh, all of us have a little bit of Anna inside of us who are willing to lie to get what we want. That might be there, but... That's true, though. Everybody has it. Remember, Everybody has it within themselves to use people. And even the people that don't think that they use people use people. Yeah. It's just, it's human nature. I suppose. It's just about the level that you take it to. Yeah. You know? So obviously this is an extreme level, right? For Uh, sure. Scamming people and everything. And even he not wanting them to take the plea deal so that they can become famous in the, themselves in their own way. So And all three of them became famous. It's it's madness. <laughs> they all be simply mad. They all became famous, but yet I have no idea who they are. <laughs> I just live under a rock. It's fine. I mean, I wasn't going to say that. (laughs) But overall, (laughs) I love this show because of its hilarity. I could not get over how funny this show is. Most of my notes have to deal with the fact that it was just so funny. Vivian getting caught that the thing that where Anna told her, are you are you fat or are you pregnant? Or she said, you look poor. Why are you dressed like that? You look poor. I was dead. Well, damn. I'm sorry. Yeah. Just waiting for the time somebody fucking tells me that on the street. Oh my god. I have it written down, but I don't even remember where it was from. 
around but shooting out your hoochie when the guy was saying i know we're not i know we're supposed to pretend like it's not gonna happen but a child is gonna be shooting about your hoochie <laughs> well i was i was dead neff was smart because she knew that vivian wanted something vivian kept on like oh yeah women we, sh- we, sh- we should stand together and oh i want anna's story out like there has to be more to her and trying to not necessarily inflate her ego but pull the sympathy right yeah, like make pull- her think that she's on their side yeah and neff is just yeah i don't believe you what the fuck do you want with anna tell me what it is that you want because i don't believe anything that you're fucking saying right now yeah Fun fact, like, hell yeah that um the person who neff is portraying she actually was a consultant for the netflix series oh that's cool uh, i think vivian is dumb they're all dumb yeah well for sure but i mean as a journalist she's pretty dumb and i don't understand how she expects to have a career as a journalist because even when she was originally thinking about doing the idea of the interview with anna she had the court papers or whatever to try and figure out what hotels it was try to get for information to verify the story figure out who the new york families were that supposedly anna scammed yeah how did she not check her socials that was the dumbest part of the episode and it's like this was set in 2017 yeah instagram was not new at that point. yeah exactly that's what i'm saying how was that not your first anna for sure would be on social media she is in the age range to be in the in social media so i thought that was so dumb that she did not check freaking social media first thing for sure i completely agree that was was very much an eye rolling moment for me she had to have neff be the one to tell her to do the media interview when literally every single time that she went to go see anna on a regular visit anna kept saying oh is this just a regular visit not the vip is better yeah well vip is better bitch is what she yeah hello obviously that's what she wants she wants a media interview are you dumb she's literally told you every single time you've gone and then to act all surprised pikachu like oh my god this is such groundbreaking information i totally hacked her brain yeah bitch you didn't hack anything you're just stupid god she's so dumb didn't check the socials right out the bat and then again just didn't she told you what she wanted she if you would have gone the media interview from day one like she told you you would have probably already had the exclusive interview by episode one i don't know if this is what they were going for because it's three different main characters but it really to me felt like three differently set shows shoved into one episode maybe that's why it's so fucking long it's trying to find its flavor and if you're a professional shonda you should know how it's already yeah i am still interested to continue watching it i want to see what happens i want to know what the hell happened between her and paul is that paul's baby is that not paul's baby i must know well paul must have done something enough to get him fired because well, if you uh, see husband... right here in my notes i wrote very clearly paul is a butthead <laughs> So I think that speaks for itself. I don't know. I think that something happened between her and Paul and that that's his baby. That's not the husband's baby. That Just would kidding. explain why she's such a hater to it. <laughs> like, damn. Sorry. The baby has no control over its timing. So. <laughs> yeah. Anna must have had some money if she was paying for the hotel. But then again, Neft worked there. So maybe she was just comping the room. But how would she get that well, past she her bosses? she said she was tipping in $100 bills too. But that was previous to them knowing that that was the friend. Mm. So. But I don't know. It's very 
very easy to take money and make it liquid real quick. There's a number of things you can do. But $1,700 a night to stay at that hotel and she stayed there for months. I, and I she said it. that she paid the bill. Damn, that's crazy. Yeah, because that, that's the one hotel that's not suing. So that's what I'm saying. Unless Neff, because she works there, covered the tracks and made it seem like it was paid. But in reality, it was not paid. But I don't think any of these characters are meant to be likable. I don't like any of them. Yeah, I don't think any of the characters are meant to be likable either. Everyone is on their journey to look out for themselves. CYA all the way. I can respect that. Based off the first episode, what would you rate the show? I'm gonna say, because the acting was pretty good. It wasn't great, mostly because of the lawyer, who I think annoyed the living shit out of me. I'm sure he's good in other projects. I'm not judging him harshly, but I didn't care for him in this. Every time he was on screen, it took me out of the experience, and I hate that. The messaging in the first episode, to me, was super flat. They play it too safe. Like, it's not going one way or the other. It's leaving it up to us to decide what we think. And while I appreciate it, I think they go a little too hard, and it makes it murky. And I don't like that. The storytelling was okay. So I give it a 3 out of 5 popsicle sticks. See, I gave it a 5 out of 5 popsicle sticks. Oh, Because I found it hilarious. Again, I was laughing the entire time. I was laughing this entire episode. I had a great time watching it. Even after the episode was over, I went to go tell Matt Mm -hmm. about it, and he was, oh, I could tell. (laughs) (laughs) Aww. So I just hope that the series continues to be funny, and I can continue to laugh my ass off about it, because I think some of the things that that girl says is just freaking hilarious. Yeah, she's definitely uh, unhinged. I love that for her. So your five, and my three, that is eight out of ten popsicle sticks. Time for our big brother recap. And this is in a cover episode seven to finale. So if you haven't watched all the way to the end, you might as well move along. Yes, no excuses. It's available next day. I watched the live feeds the day of um the finale. Mm-hmm. He was walking around with like a blanket. He looked like my mom walking around the, around the house trying to get steps. Oh my God. <laughs> like when my mom is like, I got to hit this step goal for the day. And she just starts doing laps around the house. That's yeah. the way he looked. He was just walking around trying to get steps. <laughs> um, I'm sure you've heard the news from this. I don't know how far reaching it is. If you're not fans of Big Brother, shit was wild. It was. Shit was wild. It was hella wild. Carson shouldn't have eliminated Shane. It was ridiculous. He did not have the numbers. He didn't. Why would... Oh, it frustrated us to no end how dumb Carson and Cynthia were to believe Misha and Todrick. Julie Chen said it beautifully. Why would you believe words over actions? Misha has been putting you on the block every other week, dude. Honestly. Why would you believe anything that comes out of their mouth when she's on the block? And what would make him think that Shayna has all of this power over Misha? It's not that Shayna was ever head of house. It was always Misha that's been head of house anytime that Carson was on the block. What made him think that Shayna could go to Misha and, hey, yo, you should put Carson up? And her being, oh my God, you're so right. I will put Carson up because you told me Shayna. So I will do it. It's just foolish. It's foolish. And then the week prior, she had won the veto and pulled his ass off the block too. It was, oh, that was three weeks ago. No, it was the previous week. And then you have dumbass Cynthia just continuing on with it and just oh my god she was getting on my nerves the way we were rooting for you Cynthia we were all rooting for you like who do you think you are Tyra Bay oh I was so upset oh 
Yeah. Cynthia was on both our top fives, too. I know. I was ashamed that I even liked her. I was listening to our last episode. Man, I sound like a damn clown saying how much I like Cynthia. Honestly, let me lace up these shoes. Hong Kong, motherfucker. So disheartening. All of the interesting people immediately got voted out. And then Todd decided to wake up and start actively playing the game. I do have to say, I do appreciate that he finally started playing. It kind of makes me wonder whether he was purposely flying under the radar. He could have won comps prior, but he was flying on the radar. And so it wasn't that he was technically asleep, but more of just gonna make it seem like I don't know what I'm doing and then come in at the last second and try and win crap. I think so. I think he was definitely faking it. It was too little too late. Yeah, he should have done that maybe a week earlier, two weeks earlier. Yeah, for sure. He should have... He should have not- realized he didn't have the numbers as well and try... And when sh- when the whole Shayna thing happened, mm-hmm. he should have A, just so you know, they're lying to you and made that alliance with them because he already didn't have the numbers. He didn't. He didn't have the numbers at that time. Misha just straight up acted like every head of household was her head of household. Agreed. For every single person. Annoying. It was very annoying. It was annoying, but not only for the reason that she tried to overtake everybody's head of house, mm-hmm. but also that she kept on playing Todrick's game. Yes. It wasn't who Misha wants to get rid of, with the exception of wanting to get rid of Carson. That was completely and utterly her. But so- anybody else other than Carson, it was Todrick saying, hey, you should get rid of Chris Kirkpatrick. Oh, you should. we should get rid of Shayna. Even when she was trying to pressure other people, it wasn't her wanting that person out. It was somebody yeah. else wanting that person out. Because she was trusting him, his gameplay aspect yeah. of it, because he knew the game. Obviously, it worked to their benefit that nobody else, they voted out all the other fans of Big Brother, like Shayna and Chris Kirkpatrick. Both of them got voted out very quickly. Shayna played a great game. We said this last episode. We yes. still stand by that statement. She played a great game. She was amazing. But unfortunately, she was in a house of idiots. Yes, I accept no Shayna slander. Yeah. It was ridiculous. And the reasons that they voted her out were simply stupid. Just yep. dumb as hell. Yep. I mean, Cynthia on social media has got the, the nickname Crayon because she's as dumb as a box of crayons. So unfortunate <laughs> and disappointing because she was definitely one of our faves. Were you really that ready to sell out one of your friends in the house? Apparently. No loyalty. Honestly, very upsetting. And then after Shayna was Carson, and then after Carson was Lamar. That was even more upsetting. Oh my god, Lammy. I wanted him to win. I like Lamar. He seems like a cool dude. But at the same time, the only reason I can imagine that he did this show was just so that he can get Khloe Kardashian to hear him. Because mm-hmm. I doubt she's taking his calls or looking at his text oh. if he is trying to reach out in that form. But if it's on TV and it becomes trending or something like that, she's very likely to see it. So I feel that's the only reason he did this show, because even when it was down to the wire where he had to win, he almost had that competition. He had a very good chance of becoming the HOH, but he was just going so slow. Dude, you have the longest legs in this house. You should be taking, you should be walking this entire length of this house in two strides. There's no excuse for you to be coming last. He definitely just came off as completely unbothered. I think you're right. I think he he wouldn't have minded winning, but he definitely wasn't the average Big Brother player where they need the money and they're gonna risk everything to get that shit. Yes. Again, I think the only reason he came on the show was just to make a plea for Chloe to listen to him, which in itself is kind of... Awk. 
Yeah. Yeah. So I doubt she watches Big Brother. (laughs) I will say, though, I came out of it with a lot more um, admiration for him as a person. I want to read his book now. Yeah, agreed. He does seem like a really cool guy. And then after Lamar, it was Todd. Mm -hmm. Very disappointing. Poor Todd. He was way too eager during that game with the movie posters. He was just hitting his buzzer way too soon. Bro, slow your roll. Both of those comps. He was very, he was way too overzealous and just over, overshooting. I think it was kind of overall the comps for this season were super boring. And we were watching mm-hmm. Big Brother Celebrity Season 1 and even their competitions were more exciting. Yeah, their comps were fun AF. I don't know what happened. Mm-hmm. So after Todd, it was Cynthia, Todrick, and Misha. Yep, so Misha was the Big Brother Celebrity Season 3 winner. And it's keeping with tradition that all Celebrity Big Brothers, the winners, have been women. Ooh, I did not know that. That's yeah. exciting. Yay. I don't know who they are because I've never seen the seasons, but yeah, she's the third woman. Okay, okay. Let's talk about it. Let's, oh God, talk about the, let's talk about the finale and how that boy got roasted. Dragged. He, oh, it was awesome. I was living for every moment. So, Teddy Mellencamp, mm-hmm. she voted first. She said, basically it was directed at Todrick. She didn't call Todrick out, but she said, your favorite movie is The Wizard of Oz. But you seem to forget that we could see what was happening behind in the mirror. Dun, dun, dun. And I was like, yes! Did she stutter? Yes, a little bit. But she said what she said. And I was there for it. You could tell, like, the look on his face. He was not expecting that shit. He thought it was gonna be, like, a normal season of Big Brother, where they just go on with their lives. Don't take it personally because it's a game. But this is celebrity Big Brother, dude. Not only that, but let's be real, that even with regular Big Brother, unless they're up against a floater, a Shitty person rarely wins. Very true. Because even if they're celebrities or not celebrities, they're humans and they're going to be offended. Part of the game is jury management. It's to show you can do all of this stuff and yes, it will get you to the end, but that will not win you. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So you would think that Todrick would know that. Yeah. If he's so so called a super fan, you know, quote unquote, based off his words. I think he banked on people not watching the live feeds. I think he banged on all of the jury as well and not watching anything. Yeah, I think so too. He was way too confident that Carson and Mariah would vote for him. And then Mariah was the second jury vote. And Mariah is so awkward. It's so funny. She was so awkward that whole time. But one thing that she did say was the game got beastly. And then who was third to vote? It was Chris Kirkpatrick. He said, this is for my son. He goes, I know how to play a game with integrity. And this is for my son. Which was a subtle dig because on the live feeds, and I think they did show it in the episode, Todrick called Chris Kirkpatrick into a room and was telling him that he wasn't playing the game with integrity and how would your son feel about watching this how will your son feel about you you don't do that shit it is a game at the end of the day oh my lord and what's so infuriating is Todrick's game is all manipulation and it's all talking crap about people and gossiping and Chris Kirkpatrick was one of the quieter people in that house and he's the one not playing with integrity you better bye 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 out of here motherfucker what yeah who yeah. Um, next vote was Shayna. Her, oh, she said that with this vote, she hopes that she'll never have to hear his voice ever again. I was Wait. living 
for this jury vote. It was it was very charged. I was I personally wasn't expecting it to get so um spicy, but it was spicy from the get go. The and petty, it was crazy. The pettiness was on a different level, and mm-hmm. it was the best. Definitely good television. Really crazy how they made it only one hour instead of the normal two hours. Yeah, you know they knew Todrick wasn't going to continue. I mean, he canceled all his interviews after. I think that he going to be part of something, some CBS production in the next couple of months oh, and God, we'll probably hear not. from it and they wanted to save his reputation because that's the only way they would have cared unless his management com- company was having like a huge BF about it. They really gave him the blessings and the edits as far as that. It was very similar to the Derek F edit where it made mm. it seem like he was a very um, active participant in the game when he was not. Oh my God, it was ridiculous. And then what was trending that night on Twitter? Hashtag Todd exposed party. It's such a weird thing because I agree. He is a bad person and that makes me really sad because I really respect him as a performer. But it's like, oh, it's so frustrating. I feel like so many different emotions with it. Like, I feel like it's so nuanced because it's like, I want this person to succeed because they're talented, but they're also so douchey. I don't know. Overall, I think Misha was the better player and she definitely deserved to win. But I think they definitely were the one of the more toxic duos to come out of Big Brother. Yeah, for sure. I think that this season was so boring in the sense that this was a duo that was done from week one. They made it all the way to the final two and there was no twist. The biggest twist that happened was Todrick being able to flip the script on Carson and Cynthia to get Shane out. Yeah, that was was the biggest twist. That's it. (laughs) Yeah, everything else was pretty boring. All the people that we liked, stupid ass Mon Juan hat. Yeah, so. Overall, it's very disappointing season. We still had a great time and laughed a lot, obviously. I think I like this season mostly because of the drama of it all, especially with the whole Todrick and the live feeds and everything that happened, the aftermath of it all. Well, he just won $50,000, so. Yeah, CBS pays these celebrities to be on the show which involves you them get paid doing... to be on this show for if you're a celebrity i believe so that's the dumbest thing i've ever heard in my life from what i've understand yes and they get paid to do the interviews and stuff no wonder they get random ass people who've never heard of big brother in their life they just want the check mm-hmm. you know what we didn't even talk about after all the jury votes were in there was a scene before the show cut to commercial where todger got up off his seat and ran about the room supposedly to have a humongous meltdown I found that very satisfying because it's like, dude, did you really think that this wouldn't come back to bite you? When you said he stormed off, prior to him storming off, he turned to Misha and Mm -hmm. he was talking to her and he looked pissed. (gasps) Like he was, his little hands were going and he was, he looked angry. If he was telling her, I don't know, just venting to her, not necessarily mad at her because she didn't look, oh my God, why are you yelling at me? But more, he was mad. What the hell is going on? Why are they being rude? Or And she was just- Why are they bullying me? Yeah, and she was just- uh, I don't know what's going on. Oh, God. And that's when he walked off. So nah, see, a part of me kind of is bummed with that because it's like, come on, dude, let her have her moment. She just won Big Brother. Let her be happy for a little bit. But no, it was a lot of drama surrounding something that was overall fun. 
fun to watch, but it was also just super annoying because they didn't even give the percentages for who came in like second and third for America's Favorite Player. And to me, that was super sus. Yeah. Carson won America's Favorite Player. And then um, we don't know what order, but Lamar and um, Shayna came in next to him. Yeah. Everything around the season, it's like CBS just totally gave up. I will say that this was the first time that I've ever watched the live feed and I watched the episodes live. So I will say I am excited for the new season, the regular Big Brother season. I will probably be watching the live feeds. I'm not going to lie. I'm going to tell Christina, I I tell Christina, I'm going to send her a transcript every day of, you know, I'm genuinely very excited for the next season. I think it's going to be great to get back to um, the entertaining side of Big Brother. But yes, good season. Can't wait for the next season of Big Brother, even though it might also be disappointing, but oh well. We have to say our results of our inner house comp. Yeah, go ahead, buddy. Let's give out those results <sighs> for that comp. So if y'all guys remember from our last episode, we announced our top five for our inner house comp. We sure did. And we said that it had to be either the correct placement or whoever guessed most amount of winners. We all had the same most amount of winners. So the winner of our inner house comp was Christina. Because I put Cynthia in third place and she was third to last to be evicted. <laughs> Congratulations to me. Yay! <laughs> For the next one, though, instead of writing writing it down, we are going to do it fantasy style. Yeah, draft pick. So nobody can have the same person. And this week's jar pick is... What are you excited for right now? Um, as far as things I'm excited for right now... See, you know, this is what happens when a positive person puts positive things in our jar, Christina, <laughs> because we're not positive people. I'm a positive person. I Let me amend that. I try very hard to be a positive yeah. person. And look at where we are now. We're struggling. <laughs> You know what I'm excited about? I am very, very excited about watching the Texas Chainsaw Massacre so I can roast it because oh, no. I watched the original and it was so boring. I'm so sorry for everybody who loves it. There was Don't 20 apologize. minutes of it that I liked and I was so bored for the rest of the time. I was so excited. I was like, oh my God, somebody in a wheelchair. That's so cool. And Did they kill was- the person in the wheelchair? Girl, yes. And it was, <laughs> it was very upsetting. I was like, Matt! Matt, no! For those that don't know, my husband Matt is in a wheelchair. And I don't like chainsaws. The noise freaks me out. I've only seen the one with Jessica Biel. Remember when you said that, oh, Leatherface isn't a cannibal. He just kills people. Bitch, he was a fucking cannibal. Look, he cut them up specifically to eat their asses, bitch. Look. And you're like, oh, he's not a cannibal. He just kills people with a chainsaw. I said I don't think he's a cannibal because in the Jessica Biel one. What is a cannibal? Whatever. (laughs) He's a camel. (laughs) Because of the Jessica Jessica Beale movie. I don't, they did not eat nobody in that movie. He was just wearing their face. It was probably subtext and your bitch ass looked over it. Probably. I've only half paid attention when I rewatched it. If you put a person on a meat hook, it is implied that you're going to use them for meat, Monica. That's not true. Then why were there pigs and cows? They because weren't humans. They use them for meat too. <laughs> that just proved my point, you dum dum. God, dum dum gum gum over here. Um, but yeah, what am I excited about right now? Your pick is coming up for book club. Excited about that? Oh. What if it's not good? We haven't had a bad book. 
If you talk about written in the stars, I'm going to fucking kill you. I thought that book was delightful. You guys are just dead inside. Remember when I rated that one a three? You, for all you my gays, it out. For the girls and the gays, written in our stars is a little gay uh, YA novel. It's, it's not so YA. Cute. Stop saying that. It's YA compared no, to other stuff. No, it's not. Well, it's I not. thought it was YA. You thought it was YA, I and then we started reading it, and <laughs> okay, we started lying to like, This is not fucking YA. It's Christina. not my book. YA books don't have sex scenes. I guess. I found a movie that I'm excited about oh. coming out. The Lost City with Sandra Bullock and Channing Tatum, oh, where she's yeah. the writer. And mm-hmm. it's like going into her book, Channing Tatum, that plays like the book cover model. Mm-hmm. That's coming out March 25th. Isn't Daniel Radcliffe going to be in that too? Yeah. Good for him. So I'm excited for that. That looks funny. Yay. And I love I love Miss Sandy. She is amazing. I just recently rewatched The Proposal. Still, still laugh my ass off, but it was also super depressing to watch Betty. it because Betty White is gone. And then like in that movie, she fakes dying. So then it was like even more <laughs> that's such a good movie it's so funny yeah for sure it's very good well i'm glad you were able to find something to be excited for it only took me like 20 million hours seriously <sighs> holy crap where the crawdad scene comes out june 24th of this year oh my god we're yeah gonna put that on the sketch so we can uh, go see it with adriana yeah we'll make it a girls night to go watch it yay Oh, you know what? Actually, I am really excited for the movie I got, um, Gold Diggers: Secret of Bear Mountain, that I've been waiting for for years. Um, I'm finally gonna force myself to make time to actually watch it. But yeah, good episode five. We're already on episode five. For real. Holy Wakamoli! We've been doing this for like six weeks because we have a practice. No, we will not be releasing it. For any listeners, if you're excited for something, drop it in the comments in Instagram at unqualified and unfiltered. We'd love to hear from you if you have any topics to add to the jar. If you have any shows or movies that you want us to review, please go ahead and send us a DM or leave a comment and we will definitely add that to the schedule. Yeah, and make sure to give us a follow. I post polls almost every day. So I know we just recently had NSYNC versus Backstreet Boys. NSYNC is winning. As they should. Not a single person has voted for the Backstreet Boys so far. So yeah, be sure to give a follow at Unqualified and Unfiltered. Cute. Outro music.